Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Howdy doody! Yellow! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> some, of, some of you are in brighter spirits than others. <laughs> 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 oh god <laughs> sorry every t- every time you felt like this before though bungle every single time one of your friends has rocked up so that is and, true and it's been, you've been you've been like yes it's all coming up rogar and punching the air and we've been all like you smug prick so, <laughs> um... <laughs> this this is it this is people getting back at me for the smugness isn't it this is what's happening now I was going to say, is is Matt sat there with a uh, big bag of popcorn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that gif of Michael Jackson just sitting there, just like shoving popcorn into my mouth, going everywhere. Fantastic. Keep <sighs> it so you don't hear the crunching. Mm. Yes, well, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. Maybe for the last time, we'll see what goes down on this episode, because as we were just briefly discussing before we even start, not only is Rogar in very direct danger, Sophia's not in a good spot either. <sighs> Why am I so close to Rogar? Can I just, yeah. like, circle round? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Well, we'll see how things play out. But first, let's let's recap a little bit. Last week, Tommy decided to enact his plan of uh, instigating a bit of chaos on the orc side of the camp. He stole some boots from a uh, from the armory. He set fire to the building with Solara. Solara cast seeming and turned a bunch of uh, orcs and herself into gnolls. And basically just tried to do full-on chaos strategy. No one knows exactly what's going on. They convinced the Frost Giant that the Gnolls had stolen his alcohol, and he's now lumbering over to the Gnoll side of the camp. I think, did you release the wolves as well? I forget I, now. I, I, I released the wolves and because I've been making my way back from the Gnoll side. I've been sort of dropping meat as I did along the way, so, yeah. so they've got a trail of like meat heading towards the Gnoll side of the camp, so by the time they realize the food's run out, they're probably still going to be hungry, and they're going to be over in the north side of the camp looking for some food. Yeah, so really just chaos is erupting over there. That's the only real word for it, isn't it? Just This very orderly, organized camp has just been thrown into disarray, and who knows where that's going to lead. Maybe that will give you the opportunity to escape. If I mean, not, here's, here's hoping, hope. <laughs> but, but basically that was the original plan, if we remember back that far. The original plan was to get the orcs and the gnolls to fight each other and then fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, things have rather taken a bit of a turn since then. Yes, because over on the other side of the camp, Rogar was attempting to convince his uh, allies in the Awoken, our uh, new friend Menderax, the uh, big green Yugoloth, also known as a Nykoloth, and uh, Kusator, the uh, dog-like Yugoloth which is also known as a Kainaloth, actually. He was trying to convince them that he might have a plan to take on this devil invasion that is now happening, that Rogar is the cause of, <laughs> rather unexpectedly to some of his uh, party members. And they decided to go see Bloodseer Namira, who they hoped would be able to cast a very powerful spell to essentially lock 
the Hell Knight Karnak away and get out scot-free. Maybe fight off the devils and rescue the cap. Unfortunately, Glitzy and Amira couldn't give you a full, yeah, I can totally do that for you. It, she said it'd be a risk. And not wanting to take said risk, you decided to opt for fighting Karnak one-on-one and giving him the duel he requested. Sophia is kind of being dragged along by this because you're not in the best position. You know Menderak doesn't really believe what you've been saying to him, and he's not really let you out of his sight since. Whereas Rogar is now stood in the middle of the Knoll camp, getting ready to face his reckoning, as he basically convinced the Orc and Knoll leadership that he was going to try to put an end to this by fighting Karnak and giving the devils exactly what they want. At which point the devils arrived. We see multiple bearded devils, a whole host of spined devils, at least one chain devil, and a heavily armored being riding a horse known as a nightmare, which is a black uh, stallion with a flaming mane. And, well, they made a bit of an entrance. And Sophia got maybe reunited with an old friend as Karnak took his helmet off to reveal Ansir, which threw you just a little bit because he was a very convincing Ansir, even though it doesn't quite make sense. But who knows? Did did Ansir try to come back to life and make deals with the devils? Oh, I, I just don't know. But that's where we kind of left off, isn't it? With Rogar and Karnak slash Ansir about to trade blows. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, well, hell. <laughs> I say first things first, let's roll some initiatives. So if all of you could roll the initiative, we'll at least get everyone on the board and we'll see what goes down. Yeah. Fucking seven. Oh, it's not going to be my day. And eight. Don't think it's anybody's day. Jesus. Oh, I need to scroll all the way down. About 15. Okay, roll again. Oh, he'll go with a 15 then. (laughs) Wow, I mean, yeah, this bodes well, doesn't it? Wow, he rolled an 18. Yay. (laughs) This bodes so well. Uh... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to try and play my ass off and still lose. (laughs) Yeah. I think we can just title title this episode Reaping What You Sow. (laughs) What do you mean? You know exactly what I mean. I've been the true hero of this podcast (laughs) since day one. (laughs) Rogar, the cause of and solution to all the world's problems. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel feel that's a slogan we can all get behind. We get behind the cause of part and he gets behind the solution to part. (laughs) I want to point out that you said you were going to try and make it so that your friends could leave. So make sure you, you talk to uh, Karnak about that, all right? Oh, I totally forgot about that. I'm, last I left it, I was like drawing my sword and charging at him. Obviously yeah. in a vain attempt, as he is much faster and stronger than I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be a general uh, lesson as to why you don't challenge high-ranking devils to a fight. But... We don't know exactly what's going to go down here. The dice are always in play, and you do have people about who might try to do things. We know Tommy's already set off some explosives on the other side, effectively, with his uh, just random acts of violence towards the orcs and uh, incitements (laughs) and everything else. And Sophia, though she might be stood between a uh, rock and a hard place, 
she might try something. I don't know. No. Let's go start one. <laughs> Let's go start yeah. one. Because <laughs> that's going to help you. I, 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 there's only two things that can save me now. Starspawn or Mateus lands on him as he is a giant spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> a meat spaceship. Mm. Yeah, but a spaceship nevertheless. Yeah. Um, can I clarify one thing? Sure. Um, you know the river, the Shimmering River that's been polluted? Yeah. Could a boat go into that? Uh, depends what the magical item says in terms of space. It is a okay. river that's about 25 foot across, but I don't know how much cubic space Wait, you actually bear need. Bear that in mind, Tommy. All right? Okay. Yeah. We have a boat. <laughs> oh, we, we can get away. I can't boat Karnak, <laughs> no matter how much I want to. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we slip away oh, and yeah. then we release the boat. I know, but it's less fun if we don't kill someone with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to keep this magical item until you can literally boat somebody. Until, I can, until, we, until we end up fighting a sea creature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> until we fight a kraken, it is pretty much no use. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Actually, it, 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 is a, it is a fair shout if it's not too massive. and But I'm not sure... I mean, I guess we'd know, wouldn't we, whether the um, ends, of, like the river, are like kind of gated off with like locks or something, or whether it's it is just open. Uh, it is open, as far as you've seen, because you okay, can climb cool. around that. At least one entrance is uh, open. You don't know what the other end looks like, but uh, yeah, you've been uh, so, 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 so easily enough. We 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 could potentially try and escape in our boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first up, uh, Sophia, do me a quick perception check, would you? Oh shit! I get advantage on that. Perceive, perceive. Thirteen. Yeah, more than a ten, I suppose. Mm, Thirteen. You are obviously quite um, enthralled by the fight that's about to take place here, and watching this version of Anseer in this black plated armor with the edges almost like glowing from his internal heat, and wielding this just nightmarish looking great sword and just ready to face off against Rogar. But as you're trying to keep maybe a side eye on the whole area, you've got all these orcs and gnolls have created this large circle. You've got those devils stood on the other side. You notice the demons have kept away, at least for now, maybe to not have this all break down if they think it can just end. Maybe the fact they're planning to attack the devils as soon as everything else uh, ends. You don't know, really. But one thing you do notice is that the two people who are keeping a close eye on you, Menderax and Kusator, our Yugolov awoken friends, you notice that Kusator is looking around with that gaping, like fanged maw that it has. It's kind of like if it was a dog, you'd you'd think it was sniffing the air almost, and you see it glances at rooftops nearby, like the the tops of some of these more elaborate-looking tents. And then it inclines its head slightly towards Menderax, who you just see just just nod a little bit. And do me an insight check. They're telepathic, aren't they? Those two definitely are, yes. Yeah, you get the impression they don't need to talk to each other. I take get advantage on that as well. Ten. Thanks to my wisdom. <laughs> yeah, with a ten, you're not quite certain, but... Maybe Kusator has noticed something and he's let Menderax know about it. Mm. You're just not sure what exactly. Okay. Well then, let's let's get into this, shall we? It is the Hell Knight Karnak's turn. 
and he watches you, Rogar, pull out Eclipse and start your charge towards him, running past the, the grand bonfire of the Knolls, where they were worshipping and celebrating not long ago. And you watch the Hell Knight smile at you, and it's so perturbing to see that come from Ansir's face, this kind of evil, malicious-looking smile, as he puts his black-horned, devilish helmet back on. And as you run towards him, he goes, You know, Rogar, I've fought many paladins in my time, and one thing they all seem to struggle with. And you watch as Karnak puts both of his hands either side of his body and starts to float up off the ground. Oh, oh come on! What? That's a fucking dick move right there. Yeah. <laughs> As he flies up, let's say, 30 feet, and moves forward slightly. They all seem to struggle with verticality, and you see his hands begin crackling with this red lightning, and he hurls two hellfire bolts at you. First one. 16. Misses. Not good enough as you quickly react and dodge out of the way, this bolt of lightning just cracking into the ground and dispersing. Second attack. 15. That's a terrible rolling. So his first two go wide. <laughs> you, just, you haven't mentioned the damage that these things can do. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and um, he's, he's, he's rolling low as well. Yes, and he's rolling really low as well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Rogar, as you're dodging out of the way of these two Hellfire Bolts, you notice how much they seem to burn the ground where you were stood. You see the, the soil and sand beneath your feet just almost turns to glass underneath the sheer heat and energy expelled. And that's the end of Karnak's turn. Sophia, as you're watching, I, I'm just going to go around here and shift. Do you do anything right now? You can just say no if you're just waiting to see how things play out, or you can attempt to make a check. You can yell things out. You can, you can attempt to cast a spell, obviously, but <laughs> no. I'll say you are well aware of the terms of this duel, so up to you on whether you want to try to do something that's not noticed. I'm going to try and see what Cossator can see. Okay, so you're going to spend your action to essentially either do a perception check to see if you notice something, or do an insight check if you're trying to read what Custator is. Uh, maybe a perception's better if you're trying to see exactly what he's looking at. Yeah, definitely. I don't think... Does he still... Um, does Mandarak still have his... Like, is he still holding me? Um, He's not literally holding you by the back of the neck right now. He's slightly more engrossed in the fight, but he is still brandishing that uh, great axe he wields, and he's hmm. staying very close to you. Okay, so he, he would notice if I started jumping to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny okay. hopping. I mean, I don't need double advantage. I can't get double advantage, so I don't know what I'm playing at. But um, <laughs> sixteen, come on. Uh, sixteen. Just check something. Come on. That's the best wisdom saving, like wisdom check that I've done since I don't know summer last year. <laughs> Looking around, you with a sixteen, you can't quite tell how many there are. But you can certainly see on top of some of the um, tents 
you see impressions where like the tent is sagging slightly more than it should and you wonder if there are invisible creatures watching this fight hmm. i'm guessing because menderax and kasator aren't necessarily they're, they're noticing they've not been informed that they're there if you know what i mean they're not in the know that it's not friends with them hmm. Yeah, yep. you see that it's Kusator is picking them out, and as far as you can tell with their telepathy, he's informing Menderax about it. Right, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Tommy, are you doing anything specific, or right now are you and Solara just making a run? Well, Solara's ahead of you, actually, because she's pretending to be a knoll, but are you just running after her towards the knoll camp? Yeah, I'm going to try and catch up with Solara. I feel like it might be a good idea if we can kind of get reasonably close to this area. Or at least within kind of sniper shot range of it. I'm also I'm also starting to think about whether we should try and, with if everything's or the majority of stuff's crowded around this area now, whether we could set fire to some tents over this side without being spotted. See if we can start creating a little bit more confusion over here that might add to some potential chaos that might give Rogar an edge in the fight, maybe, Ooh. or at least um, mask our kind of attempts perhaps to try and get Sophia away i don't know we're we're we're, we're at the moment we, we don't really know what's going on but i'm pre pretty sure from where we are we can start to see there's a big bit of a crowd gathering over one side and we can be fairly confident that whatever's going on rogar's probably fighting <laughs> or at least at least the um the devils have found us and have found rogar so we're gonna we're gonna continue with our kind of confusion plan i guess but i don't know i don't know how much we're gonna get done in a, in a turn yeah i mean for right now I guess, I mean, Solara is ahead of you, but I, from your perspective, you're running towards the bridge to start yeah, making your I'll way kind back of, to the camp. Yeah, if I can, um, I'll try and catch up with her, basically, as much as I can, to kind of um, confer with next steps. Hopefully, while we're not being watched, or us, it's going to be a bit weird, or look a bit weird. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll look like I'm threatening her or something while we talk. So that's, that's my turn, just moving kind of closer over this side. Okay, next up then. Rogar, it is your turn. What are you doing? I will use the spell spell scroll blur that I have on me and blur blur yes, and I will read out what blur does. It says your body becomes blurred, shifting and wavering to all who can see you. For the duration, any creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. An attack is immune to this effect if it does not rely on sight, as with blind sight, or can see through illusions, as with true sight. So I thought it was worth a shot. So I'm going to burn that spell scroll and hopefully he has disadvantage. Woohoo! Sorry, blur. What level of sorcerer are you? Well, it does say if I can understand the scroll, which I can because I can read any language, I can cast it. That's not how it works. What it means by understand the spell. Yes. You can cast it if you understand what it is, but you don't know the spell, and you're not strong enough to cast it. So you have to roll to see if you can cast it. Basically, because you are a sorcerer, you have access to the spell Blur at second level, but you are not strong enough to cast that spell. Uh-huh. So what after all? So I was just going to check. So a spell scroll, it is of the second level. So the DC is 10 plus the spell's level. So roll with your spellcasting modifier and roll higher than a 12. So, wait, so roll a charisma saving throw. It's the same as whatever your spellcasting modifier is, which is for you, charisma with a sorcerer, so a d20 plus your charisma modifier, not saving. 
So that's an 8 plus 3. So 12. No, 11, even. Damn it. 11. Um, you pull out the spell scroll and you attempt to read it out. But unfortunately, when you get close to the end of it, it starts to fizzle and you watch as the spell scroll just burns up in your hands. Unfortunately, it did not cast. Well, that's bollocks, because it says if I can read it, and I can read it. <laughs> I, I I know it's not right. I know I you're supposed to play by the rules, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you there. It's bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, Formal it's, protest. It's, 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 it's within the rules, but it's still bullshit. Just to be clear here, if we went by your ruling, anyone could cast night level spells. Friendly could read it, and they could cast a spell at that level. Yeah, but well, you, you can't can cast a spell at the second level. level. You can't, can. because you're a paladin spell at second it's level. It's still a spell. Anyway, can I ask an actual question? Go on. Is that classed as a fail... Uh, uh, is that classed as... Um, any failed save... Oh, no, it's a saving throw, in it? Bollocks. So it's not classed as like, a saving throw, is it? No, it, does, it is not. Okay, um, does, does the, an, another okay. question... Sorry. Oh, go on, go on. We do resolve that. I can't. I can't do it. Okay. Uh, the other question is: Does he still have the spell scroll now? He just because he no. couldn't read it, so he can't. No, no, can't... No, no. Once the spell is cast, the words on the scroll but fade, he, and it crumbles to dust. He doesn't cast it. He doesn't no. cast it. But he just can't read it. Yeah, Look, he, he failed he pulled it out. to cast it. He didn't fail to cast it. He literally couldn't yes, read it. Yes, he did. On <laughs> failed check. <laughs> I, 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 let, let me quote you here I, exactly. I, okay, I accept that. I accept that. Fair enough. Fair enough. No. I will quote, for the sake of it, on a failed check, the spell disappears from the scroll with no other effect. Yeah, okay, he, he took the check, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough, we're just, just trying to trying to help a brother out, you know? Mm. <laughs> okay. Solara is going to, on her turn, just keep running, and she's going to essentially get closer to the bridge, which she can see the uh, frost giant heading over at the moment. And then we're back at the top of the round. And Karnak is having fun watching you dodge out of the way and attempt to cast scrolls at him. And frankly, he's just going to uh, cast some more health out of bolts at you. So first one, 18. Misses. I'm rolling so low. 26, that's more like it. <laughs> oh my god. So much about that. So just before you do the damage here. So 26 hits. Oh, and I take half. You take 14 points of fire damage. But I take half. Why'd you take half fire? Because last round you said, is there anything you want to do before you actually start mm -hmm. the fight? And I took a potion of invulnerability to take ah, half Ah, yes, you did. Very well remembered. So yes, you take half damage on the fire. So you take seven points of fire. Yep. For the necrotic, do I me a constitution saving throw. I should take double half anyway, but okay. You are going to, but take do a constitution saving throw. This is for something else. Oh. A 15. 15. Plus 3. Plus 3, so an 18. Yeah. Okay, so you take the 21 halved and halved again. So what's that round down to? 4? Yeah. So you take the 4 points of necrotic damage, and as that wave of necrotic energy washes over you, you feel it attempt to, to quite literally drain your life away. But with an 18, you manage to resist and sort of shake it off. Okay. Well done, Taylor Swift. 
Jesus. So, yeah, Sophia, you watch on as the Rogar dodges the first of those Hellfire Bolts. The second one strikes him square in the chest, and though he manages to shake off the brunt of the damage, he watches it just... It was a devastating attack, and you know that really only magic is keeping him going right now. And it's your turn, Sophia. Okay, so there are some invisible thingies. I literally can't see them. Mm-hmm. Um, not through any lack of um, height or anything. I'm going to go to Mendrax and say, have you got a plan to save him? He looks down at you and goes, I fear there is not much I can do if any one of us interferes. We will be unleashing full-on bloodshed, and frankly, I'm not sure if anyone here can take that creature down. Really, this is all on your friend. Really, you don't think any one of us here, including you, could take this down? Part of the problem, and he casts his eyes past Karnak, and you can see in the distance the portal that Karnak came through is still open. You see this red glowing rift just uh, towards the far end of the camp. More devils will be coming through shortly. If they keep bringing them through here, one, we will very quickly be outnumbered, and two, there was a threat about simply leveling this camp with some sort of artillery. This is outside. I do not know if Karnak has a way to signal that. I mean, if, if Rogar does lose, do you, you think we'll be safe, or, or <sighs> he's just going to blow us up anyway? I am uncertain. Devils are normally sticklers for rules. I expect this one may well keep to his bargain, which is to duel Rogar and be done with it, but that doesn't mean that any of the devils under his command are bound by a similar objective. We may be left in a situation where Karnak leaves, but we must deal with the rest. Hey, would you... I don't know, would you interfere if it looks like he's gonna die? Apart from jumping in the way and taking a shot, I'm not really sure what you expect me to do. Okay. I'm guessing that, considering we've only got six seconds, I will continue this conversation a bit later. Sure, sure. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, continuing in the run for now? Uh, yeah, I mean, how far away am I now from where Rogar is? Uh, you're still quite away because you've not got to the bridge yet. I would say end of this turn. Actually, you, because if you're going full out with your bonus action as well, yeah. I'd say if you wanted to, you could effectively have caught up to Sophia by this point. She had a head start on you, so both of you would be at the bridge. It's still R and I at the bridge, right? I'm going to kind of um, pretend I'm not running with her. I'm not going to look at her as I'm talking. I say, we're going to try and try and cause some chaos. See if we can get a little bit closer. Maybe I can get a scope on. What's going on with that crowd over there? Maybe you can set a fire to something else. See if we can, uh, I don't know. Oh, I've got a feeling that Rogar and Zafir are right slap bang in the middle of whatever the fuck's going on. Solara sort of nods and she's willing to start trying to set a few fires this side as well, just to keep the, uh, the madness rolling. But I'll say this, Tommy, as this creature is not being particularly stealthy. You see in the distance, just finishing crossing the bridge at the moment is the Frost Giant but you hear footsteps behind you, rather deliberate ones, and you see the bone-armored form of the Eater walking up behind you. It's about 60 feet away at the moment. What's that when it's at home? Yeah. 
It's the Awoken that has been with the orcs, the one in full bone plate armor with the ah, weapon of a yes. giant maw attached to its oh, arm. That. Oh, 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 snap! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm guessing if he, if he was if he was walking, he's not heard my conversation. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look as if I'm kind of threatening her. Okay, and um. And then try try and see as if I'm going as I'm trying to make my way towards um, towards like the the rest of the orcs over this side. So I'm going to kind of head off in that direction and kind of kind of split away from her a little bit. You know, we'll still be within eye shot, but as if as if I kind of run up towards her, kind of snarled at her, like get get the fuck out of my way, kind of thing. And I'm making a beeline for the rest of the orcs in the hope that that kind of looks like something I should be doing. Mm-hmm trying not to draw too much attention to myself. Okay. Rogar, it is your turn. <laughs> um, oh. Well, Karnak, as it appears that you've, uh, you, you, you seem you seem to have uh, found a bit of a weakness there, but, you know, you want to fly around like a bitch, that's fine, that's fine. Question, I have a heavy crossbow. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm not proficient in using it. Uh, I think Paladin's are proficient in heavy uh, range weaponry. I think oh, it's right. just a martial okay. weapon. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll assume I can't smite on the end of arrows, which is really annoying. So, but I'll attack him anyway with it, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have a shot. Can I? I can do that, can't I? Certainly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you do have the unfortunateness of missing an eye, so you're getting disadvantage on ranged attacks, though. Oh man, I've got like. Three. I've still got two eyes. <laughs> Damn it! I, th- I think yeah. I think paladins get proficiency with all weapons, don't they? I believe yeah, so. Like, yeah. like like fighters, they pretty much just get. I tell you what. Since I didn't uh, take for account for that, uh, can I can I can I change what I do and try something else? Sure. Just, one other thing I want to try. Right. Since I have to have it on me, I am going to try. No. Ah, there it is. Ha. Uh, I, I also have a spell scroll for the for the spell Blight, uh, so I'm going to try and cast that, uh, since I have access to it because I'm a sorcerer, but it's, I don't have the level, so I'll do what I did before. Okay, what's the range on Blight? Uh, hang on a minute, wait, hang on, I'll have to double check. I think it's 30 feet. It is 30 feet, yeah. And you would have to run, you're going to have to move right underneath him because he's floating 30 feet in the air. Fine, I'll run right underneath him. Mm-hmm. It's like you're giving him a piggyback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like that. Uh, I'm and, 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 and I rolled a 17. Well, I rolled a 14 plus 3. 14 plus 3. I think that is enough for Blight. It is. Yep, 4th level spell. So, and then uh, it is 8d8. Wow. Necrotic. Necrotic. Yes. 8d8 necrotic. So, d8. Uh, oh, wait. I'll do, I'll do five and I'll do three. Ooh. So that's 34 points of necrotic damage, and he'll probably take half, or if I'm lucky. Um, so he gets a constitution saving throw from this? Yes, he does. Uh, so he gets a 21. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, half damage. I'll save. Yeah, you put your hand up towards him and cast Blight, and... 
the wave of necrotic energy washes over Karnak and you don't see it have any effect whatsoever. Oh, yay. <laughs> well, it was worth a shot. I thought it, was it was a good try. Worth pulling out of the bag. If, you, if you've been able to knock 34 points off him, that, that, or even half that, it would have been something. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you might be starting to get the impression this was not a fight for now. Uh, no. I, I, I have that impression already. Um... But then again, I had that before I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, lesson to uh, everyone who plays D&D out there. Uh, this is what happens when you pull a boss from a later arc into your current arc. Oh. <laughs> Dude. Um, can, can, I, can I also ask, is this a boss that we are meant to fight as a party? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, How many arcs away is this? He was going to be in arc three. <laughs> what? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have just, I don't know, I don't know, toned him down a little bit. Um, would it make you feel better if I told you this is his weaker form? Oh my Jesus. This isn't even my final form. <laughs> oh. oh, guys, guys, guys. You've got to love it. You've got to love it. It's so Rogar. <laughs> it is. It is so Rogar. It's crying I mean, all over again, but I mean, three let, times worse. Let's let's be honest. R Rogar has rather a lot of confidence about these kind of things because he, near enough, always manages to get away with stuff that would get other characters killed. Uh, well, yeah, I'm <laughs> on one occasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, there's a frost giant on its way. Mm. We are yeah. where we are. We are where we are. Karnak's going to wipe everybody out. Good luck, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I'm more worried about the bone dude behind me, to be honest. You are Who's so You're going to get boned. So <laughs> I might get boned. To be fair, we all came into this thinking, ah, oh, well, Rogar will die and it will all be over. But it gets worse. <laughs> it's a TPK, my friends. It's a TPK. <laughs> but, uh, fuck it, Tommy's running. See you later, guys. <laughs> uh, time for Tommy to be hitting the old dusty trail. <laughs> I want this on pod, right? If it is a TPK, we get at least two weeks off to try and get used to some different characters. <laughs> Fucking more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be sad, man. <laughs> okay, two weeks to mourn. <laughs> At least. <laughs> he's not promising anything. Can you no, hear that silence? Gonna, he's, he's gonna throw us back in. He knows oh, we have other characters shit. written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show must go on, as they say. I'll force you to play through tears. <laughs> If I was uh. Tommy, I could shoot it! <laughs> I had to play through Unseer dying. Well, lucky you, he's back! You <laughs> 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 kids remember Unseer? Well, he's back! <laughs> he's back in double form. <laughs> uh. Righto. Okay, so Solara's turn. 
she is going to continue her run. She will get to the other side of the bridge and start eyeing up tents to set on fire. Top of the round, Karnak's turn. He's going to float around slightly and just take aim at you again, Rogar. Because, you know, why change a thing that's uh, working okay? At least yeah. for now. 22? Shield. Ah, shield. That puts your AC at what? Puts my AC at 24. 24, okay. Second Hellfire Bolt. Ooh, natural one. Terrible. Terrible rolls. Ah, sad times. Not a very fancy round. Sophia, it is your turn. As Karnak seems to be happy to play a bit of cat and mouse with Rogar right now, though you start to see the, the frustration growing on Rogar's face as nothing seems to really be working. You do see right now, though, Sophia, since you're kind of keeping an eye out on things, in the distance, uh, a little bit not about the same distance as that uh, strange rift to the Nine Hells that Karnak came through. You watch, first of all, some more devils do appear through that rift. They seem to be taking up a bit of a defensive position around it. You see another one of those tall, slender devils covered in chains. And you see a, another five of those bearded devils that seem to be currently taking up position as uh, the defenders of the rift. And next to them, you see a very, I'm just going to say drunk-looking frost giant starting to walk past the rift. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I love it. Um, I turn to Menderax and say, is there any way we can close that rift? He looks at you and you hear a voice in your head and you hear his sort of telepathic voice this time go my friend here has a unique ability you may feel it as a, a pressure upon your skin and you do remember when you first came into contact with the Kusator, this dog-like Yugoloth that you felt kind of like a, a weight put upon you and Menderax continues going he can stop dimensional travel within a radius of his form if he could get next to the rift, he might not be able to close it, but he could stop further reinforcements coming through or leaving. Is there anything stopping him from going right now? Mm, apart from a lot of eyes on us, but perhaps perhaps they will not notice. That's a good bit of plot there. That's my turn done. I'll say on your turn, with that little discussion had, Kusator is going to start moving his way out and heading as best he can towards where the rift is and hope that he is not followed by things he does not want to be followed by. Well, I hope so. I really, really do. Tommy, what is your uh, turn coming to? Okay, well, I'm going to, um, keeping kind of Solar in sight, I'm going to sprint away from Bone Boy. Mm -hmm. and I, I'm, I'm trying to get a view of what's going on in this kind of not- of people, this sort of hub of activity that Tommy's not entirely sure what's happening in. And he wants to get get away from kind of prying eyes on him, so he's looking for kind of a, a good spot, maybe maybe up on top of a tent somewhere, where he can keep an eye on Solara, he can keep, and he can find out a bit more what's going on here, maybe through his scope. Are you trying to uh, break sight with the Eater as well? Ideally, yes. Okay, do me a stealth check. Okay. Uh, 33... 33, so you pull yourself onto a uh, side of a tent and kind of hide within the folds of it just to 
kind of give yourself a bit of uh, a break from where this creature was possibly searching for you. You don't know why it's heading in this direction, actually, but you feel yourself to be pretty well hidden, and you pull out your scope and kind of take a look at what's going on. You can't see Rogar or Sophia, you just see, from your angle, a host of devils, and you can see some gnolls and some orcs, kind of a big mix of creatures you're seeing sort of, if we compare this to the map that you can see in front of you, you're seeing the south angle here. And you can see a flying armored creature just raining down these red bolts of energy onto someone. The other thing you spot is the frost giant now making its way past a second group of devils, and you see this just blood-red, angry, planar rift that is being protected by those devils. Okay, so I can see I can see effectively it seems like devils ahead. So I've got a f- and, and something fighting, uh, something shooting bolts down. So I'm thinking I want, want us maybe try and circle around this, see if I can see what's going on the other side, because it doesn't seem like the rest of the devils are fighting, so I'm thinking that this feels like a duel or some kind of um, champion fight, perhaps. Or else I'd assume the rest of the devils be, like, getting involved. So I'm going to try and maybe circle around a bit and see what I can see from the other other angles. But I want to make sure that um, I don't lose Solara in all this. Mm-hmm. You see Solara is kind of heading slightly more towards where this uh, group is setting up, but she's heading towards the, the Knoll tents. Yeah, she's heading towards the Knoll tents, so that's what she's trying to do at the moment, to see if she can set some fires, but you don't know how risky that might be for her. But, yeah, that's the plan for now. Okay, yeah, so I'm, I might catch up with her and maybe change our mind if it doesn't look particularly... It depends how, how well, kind of, how many Knolls there are about. We've already pretty much burnt our chance at trying to get away from a fire if we have to, so... Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's me done. Okay. Rogar, you are up. Yeah. So I need to try and get him down to me because this is this is just futile, shall we say. So uh, I think I uh, I think I'm gonna go with um I, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna look at Eclipse like, well this was a fucking waste of time, wasn't it? And um I'm gonna stick it in the ground uh, in front of me. Mm-hmm. Pull out uh, pull out my heavy crossbow and be like Ansir, you wee prick. Don't want to fight fair, that's fine. But just get on with it. And uh, I'll I'll I'll, t- I'll I'll take a shot with disadvantage with my uh, with my heavy crossbow. Okay. A nineteen. Ooh. Uh, which I bet doesn't hit. <laughs> a nineteen is good enough. Woo! I can't smite on top of an arrow though, so. No. Yeah, you fire that bolt and it does strike him is this just a standard heavy crossbow it is a standard heavy crossbow okay the bolt hits him and he just sort of shrugs it off it does a little bit of damage but not anything impressive well there we go car car will be winners here uh, and i get two attacks so i might as well go again. um i think you need to reload it Ow! Oh, Let me nuts. just check this, because no one ever uses this weapon, but it's a heavy weapon, so I think it needs reloading for an action or something. It probably does. In fact, no, I know it does, because uh, Iraq had one. That does sound very familiar. Yeah, I think that's the only time anyone's ever used one. Oh, yeah, and Meekbone much. tried to use one. <laughs> no, he, he, yeah, <laughs> kept, kept missing when he was trying to yeah. shoot. 
Yeah, ammunition heavy, loading 200. Okay, so it's the loading property. Because of the time required to load this weapon, you can fire only one piece of ammunition from it when you use an action, bonus action, or reaction to fire it, regardless of the number of attacks you can normally make. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. Oops. Yeah. So you're essentially shooting it and you're already starting to reload it, but that takes the rest of your turn. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. I, 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 did, I, I, I wouldn't know. Like I say, we've only really had it up maybe once. <laughs> and, in, and in fairness, reloading a crossbow in like five seconds is pretty damn good as well. Yeah, yeah. So does that mean he'll be able to shoot it next, next turn? Yes, next turn. only once. Okay, that's that. That's actually not. It's not bad for a heavy crossbow because no. in in other things they can they can often take like a full turn to reload. Yeah, yeah. And which is really shit when you miss, and it's like, well, <laughs> I've missed. That's a turn gone. Another turn to fucking reload the thing. <laughs> I think that was happening when we were playing something or other map, wasn't it? I think more time it takes a turn. To yeah, I was gonna say. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's why I got really pissed off with it. Just use a bow. <laughs> well, I would give him my bow, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, you're 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 a bit preoccupied with them. Um... Thing is, I'm not sure if I can intercede by like handing him things. I don't think that's gonna work. You 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 could you could probably like just like drop something and if he gets close enough he could pick it up i guess As I, mm. I, I don't know i don't know what kind of fight this is is it a really honorable duel or is this a like kind of like iron bars being chucked in through you know <laughs> into the cave be fair, he's fucking flying i mean yeah he's not, he's not exactly playing fair is he <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's playing fair to him he can fly <laughs> yeah how long does Dwayne take to get there 10 minutes no he's no he's summoned yeah oh he is yeah yeah. How long yeah, yeah. does it take Dwayne to get there? <laughs> How many turns? Well, I can't attack while riding him anyway, so. Well, you could just kind of fly into him a bit and try and like. Oh, I suppose Dwayne could attack him, but you know, Dwayne with all what? Hang on, let me let me have a look. Dwayne and his. Du, 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 du. I think you can swing a sword while you're riding Dwayne. Well, still with a maximum of twenty-two health and no buffers. Yeah, Dwayne might last. not last. <laughs> well, he probably won't last, and then uh, I'll take falling damage, or I'll have to feather fall down to the ground, and he'll just tap me while I'm floating in the air like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, last time when I was fighting with actual Ansir in my dream, I think I had a potion to make me fly. Probably. Sorry, guys. I think it was to... one of the one of the potions you used up. Yeah. I know. I think, there was I think a the, lot the, of the problem the problem we have is that like we tend to panic in a boss fight and use a bunch of potions or spells which aren't actually that useful in that boss fight because but we we've saved them up for all this time when they might have been useful because yeah but there's going to be something more dangerous coming along. <laughs> <laughs> and the only time we we use stuff is like shit dump everything at this. Does it work? Yeah. No, doesn't matter. Just keep dumping it. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not specific. Not specifically this fight. It was like I, I was thinking of um, Sophia's fight, which yeah. is like use all the <laughs> all the potions. I thought it was a dream. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know the Dreamlands was a fucking thing. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I don't think we we did know the Dreamlands. No, at that point. no, we didn't. So fuck you all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that means it's Solara's turn. And, well, I guess she's going to start making her way not close to the devil. She's going to start going down slightly closer to the river side of things to get in position to maybe start some fires or wait for a signal from Tommy. 
that's her uh, goal at the moment. So she's going to move and sprint. And it is the top of the round, which means it's Karnak's turn. And yeah, go on. He will continue to air duel you now that you've pulled out a heavy crossbow and you're just going to trade shots at each other. Um, you do notice, Rogar, however, that that bolt that you shot into him, he pulls it out of his armor and you watch this little gout of flame just appear where the hole was. And then the armor seals up the wound. And... Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Regeneration as well, even better. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 23. Shield. And you're going to shield again, so that what puts you at 24? 23. 24. 24. Might as well use these spells off the summit. Ah, exactly. <laughs> and second shot. 13. God, my attacks are just. I'm, I'm rolling so badly. Rogar is currently flipping him off. <laughs> he keeps missing. <laughs> and uh, as you. Uh, you block the first one by quickly casting shield and just dissipating that hellfire bolt and rolling out of the way of the second one as it turns a bit more of the soil beneath you into just ash. Karnak just yells down at you. Well, oh, Rogar, if you want this to end quickly, there is an easy way. Simply offer up your life. I'll claim it quick and we can all go on with our day. And that'll end Karnak's turn. It means it's the Frost Giant's turn. Hmm. Who is going to start lumbering his way to see just what the hell's going on over here in his bit of a drunken stupor. And, uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be him for now. Oh, he's sexy. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's just, he's massive. I'm just thinking, yeah. I mean, he could just, like, swat the guy out of the air, hopefully. I don't know. If he's, if he's so inclined, but he is pretty fucking enormous. Yeah. He's as big as... The tent. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, maybe you'll start a fight, with <laughs> which we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather... No, I'm not going to say I'd rather us all perish for your folly instead of watching this happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, my turn? Uh, it is your turn, yes. So, the Canaloth is... On its way. Mm -hmm. I'm also watching Rogar. Sophia is still thinking he's a he is Ansir a little bit, isn't she? It seems to be the case. You, you, when you uh, did this check, you found it too indistinguishable between this guy and Ansir. Right, he's closer to me now. Could I take another check? Um, what are you trying to determine? You did say it was quite uncanny that it was. I don't know, him wasn't I? Weren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, the things he's been saying, I mean, is there anything there that would make me want to check again to make sure that it's not Ansir? Um, no, he has all of Ansir's memories. He's been, yeah, I well, guess there's no point. Well, you, you, you obviously don't, um, you, you, you're, you can't imagine the Ansir that came to you in your dream. But this is exactly. what we were talking about last time. Yeah. It's him. Yeah. Even though it you looks doubt, like him. you like to doubt yourself about it. So I guess like, you, you could try and like, I don't know, do an insight check on whether he whether he is who he says he is? Yeah, I don't think he's any, done anything or said anything to make me think that it is him. Isn't him, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've not done much to prompt a change from the last insight check yeah. you did on him. Yeah, I didn't think so. so. Okay, I'll just talk to Menderax again then. And um, <laughs> just, I'm having a conversation here. 
Okay. Is it one of those people that um, um, in the cinema when you know remember cinemas that were talking in the back of the cinema? Oh God. <laughs> people are trying to watch, and we're like, no, we're we're just gossiping. Okay. I'm trying to make him my friend a little bit. So, how's the missus? <laughs> um, um, yeah. <laughs> Where is um? The Cusatel now, has he moved any closer to the rift? I uh, I rolled him into initiative, so he's actually at the bottom of the list right oh, now. Oh, is he you, now? Ah, damn it. You can see him moving towards the south of the map at the moment, down this way. Okay, so we've got that going. Can you think of anything else that we can do to help Rogar? Or let us survive this? He looks at you for a moment and then goes, Of all the people who I think may need to die today... I'm not sure why you think you're not on that list. What, you think I'm going to die? I think you should die. Why, why would you say that? Because, and he leans very close to you and speaks rather than being uh, telepathic. From what I can see, you know far too much about people who like to be particularly secretive. I do not believe you serve my master. I don't know exactly who you serve, other than any kind of taps, your amulets, other than Kalemvor. So, if anyone has to die here today, I will make certain that you are one of them. Okay, that shut me up. That's the end of my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like to think that in this sort of show of bravado, Sophia just kind of shrugs at him and go, just goes back to watching the fight then. Like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> all right then. All right. Fair enough. I was trying. I was trying to a little, try to have a little chat, you know. Yeah, I was trying to help. I was like, "All right, if you don't, if you want to spite your, cut off your nose, all right, mate. I'm trying to help. Fuck you." You, 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 you prompted him to think of ideas. Exactly. He, he was, he was just sat here, slack jawed. <laughs> and he's just like, "I'm gonna kill you." All right, all right then. Fine. Fuck you then, boy. I, I know for a fact, pretty much that. There's nothing I can do. Fuck it. Just watch the fucking fight. Yeah, you're you're a big green meanie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm praying and hoping that um, Tommy is nearby. Okay, Tommy. Am I nearby? You're not on the map yet, no. But okay. I think if you do your full movement again, I could have you appear somewhere if you wish. Depends where you're going. If you're intending to get closer to this knot of enemies, you were going slightly over to the... Um, east side of the camp previously to separate yourself from Solara, but it's up to you on whether you wish to uh, head towards the uh, the main event. I mean, I really... I don't want to lose Solara, but also she's ironically the safest person right now. And I got a good good look at what she changed into, so I reckon I could probably recognise her. I can also um, horn of silent alarm her as well, so I can probably um, probably alert her. To help her find so I, I don't really want to lose lose sight of her but if i have to or i, I basically i want to move off on this knot and i want to get a good sight on with my rifle and i think the orcs wouldn't it wouldn't seem odd for the orc to the orcs to see me doing that because after all the wolf master Juran would be doing that mm -hmm. so i want to kind of get round to where i can see i'm assuming there are the orcs are involved somewhere somehow in this I don't know if they're fighting this thing that's shooting bolts down or what's going on exactly. 
but I'm trying to get to where I can see them and hopefully where I can see Rogar and Zephyr and ideally draw a bead on something with my rifle. Not quite sure what yet. So a bit a bit of height maybe, um, maybe on top of a tent and um, kind of close enough. Well, I've got a very long range on my rifle, so yep. I don't need to be all that close. Sure. Okay. Well, if you're heading into this area, I'd say on your turn, you can get to, if you look down to the southeast portion of this map, up close where the frost giant is heading towards the main group. That's where you can start to pop your head out if you wish to head to one of these tents on your next turn and start to hide somewhere there. Oh, so you are officially on the battle map. Woohoo! Oh, there I am. Yeah, so I'm, I'm over here by the woods. Yep, I see it now. Cool. Yep. So I can start make, making my way a little bit closer. Yep. Um, and S Solara is kind of off to... Um, she's... Is it, uh, the, yeah. Off over to the west, actually. Just oh, the west. Side. Yeah, she's closer to the, the actual river, closer to the camp. Okay, cool. That's fine. Okay. Yep. Right then, Rogar, your turn. <sighs> Kadunk with a crossbow. <laughs> unseer, unseer, unseer. <sighs> you specky little brick. Look, I'm not going to give it up for free. Yeah, you want it? Come and get it. Let's do this properly. Yeah? Challenge you to a duel. You won't go without ending the duel. Come down here. Pull out your big sword that you've got and let's have at it let's do this properly none of this pissing about let's get on it christ whispering man even <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah ah, screw it i've got i've got one spell scroll left that i'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw a fireball at him just because he's doom heading well i'm gonna try to and fail um i do have access to it because yep. yeah, you do. A sorcerer. I uh, can't remember what the hell level it is, but D20. Third level. Uh, I rolled a 10 plus 3. 13. Woohoo! Okay. Uh, which is 8 D8s of fire damage, I believe. Yeah. Um... <laughs> he's immune to it. He's, he's made of fire, isn't he? I'll save you um, a roll here and tell you that devils, in general, are immune to fire. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to, like, bother him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. You, um, you read out the spell scroll and just launch this uh, motor flame up towards Karnak, and you notice he doesn't even bother to dodge. He just puts his hand out, catches the fire, and it explodes around him, and then just dissipates, and he is not slightly harmed by it. I, 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 will, I will say now, uh, I, I'm wondering if I, does, if, does Tommy see that from where he is? Yeah, you see a big explosion of fire just about 30, 35 feet in the air on this creature, and it does absolutely nothing. Okay, T Tommy notes to self, ninth level fireball, not the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Solara's turn. I'm going to say with her movement this round, you see her start to appear up over on this far west side, and she's getting in position to start setting these tents on fire. That he wouldn't give a shit about. Because he is fire. I mean, he might not, but... Yes, true. Other things might. Other people own these tents. <laughs> Ownership. And at the end of the round, because, you know, we're just starting to get more complicated now, I will say the Eater makes its appearance following in the trail of the Frost Giant. There it and is. And the Canaloth, going right at the end, 
It's going to keep making its way actually past Tommy. And, I mean, it does notice you, Tommy. You look like Joe Run, but it seems to be on a mission and, frankly, does not care about you. Jeez. So it doesn't even, like, you see it notices you, just plain as day. Like, you get the impression hiding from this thing is a nigh impossibility, but it doesn't seem to care. You do feel that weird heaviness, though, as it walks by, like you're suddenly under some sort of magical pressure. But for right now, it doesn't seem to be bothered with you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very good. Eagle-offs are interesting creatures, and what they care about is also quite interesting. Though I say he actually does see straight through your disguise, so he knows that you're uh, you're not an orc. But it's also aware that Rogar said he had friends here, as did Sophia, so we'll see how that plays out. Anyway, Hell Knight Connect's turn. Hmm, what does he do? Well, you know what? Rogar dropped his sword, taunted him with revivals. <laughs> yes, which is how you pulled out the heavy crossbow, which is dropping. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, fuck it. After that, he's going to swoop down and try and pale you with his sword. Hooray! <laughs> so, Probably not a good idea. First swing with his uh, great sword as he comes crashing down from up above. You notice he still sort of is floating off the ground when he comes to attack you. It's a very sort of unnerving motion that he takes through the air. And a 24? Uh, even if a cast shield beats, it beats. Yeah, so that's... Seven... Yeah, seven from the slashing, plus six from the necrotic, half to get into three. And if you could do me a constitution saving throw... Wait, 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 just let me... Uh, a 23. 23, okay. Once again, you feel that kind of strange pull at your life as the sword slashes through you, but you resist. Uh, second swing, uh, 20. Shield. You burn another shield, okay. After you take the first strike, you quickly raise that little arcane shield yet again, and the second strike, it would have gone straight for your head. It just gets ricocheted off. I have to say, Tommy would probably be dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rogar has some advantages, but the, the, not that great. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you're, you're surviving at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's really all you can do. That's, that's kind of the idea, and, you know, till. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping he'll drop his guard at some point, but you never know. So, it means it's the Frost Giant's turn. Again, it's going to walk forward, and everyone in the vicinity hears this 20 foot, 21 foot tall Frost Giant start to yell out angrily in Giant. A bunch of gibberish, because none of you understand Giant, and he's very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> The devils seem mightily confused, as do the orcs and the gnolls, and even Mandarax is quite perplexed at yet another strange turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, Sophia, it's your turn. <laughs> so I turn to Mandarax and um, say to him, what makes you think Rogar can do this alone? I've been with him for fucking ages now. We're part of a team. Just because I don't bow down to your god, to your master, how does that make me your enemy? Roll of persuasion. Oh, nine! He grins at you with this large, fanged grin and goes, Your god is the very antithesis of everything my master and his master stand for. Do not think your words have any effect on me when I know what source they come from. 
He has a fair point there. Hmm. Don't be in a dick. He's just trying to be friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, do you do anything else in your turn? Hmm. What are my options, really? I. Has he yeah. got his hat? Got his uh, hand on you? He He's very close. He's just stood right next to you with his uh, great axe ready. Can I? Oh, I'm not going to see Tommy. I'm not going to see Solara. Um, all I can see is a massive fucking frost giant coming over the hill. A Rogar like that's being taunted. Yeah, I know. Oh, I had that in my head too. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> Even if Rogar dies, it seems like I'm going to die. If Rogar survives, I'm going to die. Um, scroll of Gaseous Form. Nah. Right. I think that's it. I'm not entirely sure what else I can do, to be fair. Scroll of Gaseous Form. Can she yeah. cast it now? Yeah. By the sounds of it, probably not. So it's normally good to check these things before you divide out spell scrolls, yes. <laughs> what? It's just there. I assumed if you could read it, you could cast it. I'm going to be honest. I never looked it up until literally two minutes before this fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, not one of your spells. No. Well, last ditch attempt. Actually, let me just look through my spells. I'm not sure if I really want to cast a spell, to be fair. Unless it's a spell of running away very quickly. Yeah, a misty step. Um, yeah. If only I had misty step. Or, or, or dimension door, that'd be even better. Oh, yeah. I mean, we used to have dimension door. It was no we. I had... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Even like, if I bless, nothing's gonna... Uh, shield of faith. Have you? Did you put shield of faith on yourself? No. Oh, thing is, I don't think I'm gonna what well, if I... you do you'll see that as yeah an act of aggression and i just mm -hmm. i don't really want to do it and i don't think i have anything else even if i cast a spell on myself for example you might as well save it until you're actually in a fight yeah or should i cast shield of faith on myself as a bonus action anyway so fuck it um can i just have a general look around to see if i can see any help coming cookson I mean, a general rock around, you you see the frost giant heading in your direction. And that's it? Yeah. Okay, that's it then. Okay. Uh, Tommy, it is your turn. You are on the map. What do you do? I am on the map. All right. Staring at a very strange armored dog demon fiend thing, which is quite peculiar. Yeah, I'm, I don't really want to get any close to him, but I do want to see if I can get a little bit closer to see what's the fuck is going on in the center somehow without being able to see i i almost know that rogar's at the center of it i'm also pretty confident that Sophia is as well just because previous form <laughs> so i'm going to i'm going to yes run up to you know run and bonus action dash up to this corner here where i think i can see some stuff and then I'm also going to cast... Well, I'm going to not cast. I'm going... I don't cast. What am I on about? I'm going to <laughs> attempt to stealth here. Okay. In the sort of folds of the tent again. That's a 25. So I'm wondering what I can see now. I'm not taking a perception check, check specifically because that would be an action and I've already used my action to, to stealth. But I just want to see roughly what I can see without specifically perception yeah. check. From this <laughs> angle, just you just glancing around... 
you can see a a large green fiend stood very close to someone that you can't get quite a good look of just where you are. You also see a very skinny, like stick thin looking knoll, which is a bit peculiar compared to all the other knolls you've seen. Who seems to be hanging back just a little bit and watching whatever's going on in the center. If you move a little bit closer on your next turn, you'll get a better view of things. You do see um, a group of gnolls behind the large green fiend as well. Uh, so that's, 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 I can see that's the gnolls then. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're essentially seeing like that line at the minute. Yeah, cool. That's fine. Okay. Yep. All right. Rogar, you are face to face. Huzzah! Uh, I will pull Eclipse from the ground and I will strike out at my foe. I think it's an action to pick up a weapon, isn't it? Uh, well, fine. I will drop the crossbow and pick it up from the ground. I thought sticking it in the ground with the hill up might make it a bit easier, but I will take rules of rules. Mm. I will pick it up and I'll just I'll, I'll just smile wholeheartedly at him and say, finally! And I will leave it at that. Brandishing your sword ineffectually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only have like one spell that is a bonus. Hang on. I think I only have one spell that is a bonus action, and I'd rather just save what I've got. Do you have a cantrip? Can't use a cantrip because I've used my action. No, you can. That's true. Yeah, it's only a bonus action spell, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Unless it's a bonus action cantrip, but there's not many of those. Oh. Well. Wait, that's level two spell. Nah. Nah. We're good. We're good. I've I've picked up Eclipse, and I've greeted him wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Slarister. I don't know if she, is she effectively waiting for a signal to start setting things on fire, or did you leave her with the instruction to just kick shit? No, off? I, I I think I think it was it was on her own initiative, but I, I think she. I didn't specifically say a signal, but I'm kind of I kind of expect her to kind of wait until she's until things get crazy on this side, hopefully. Okay. Uh, I mean, she looks like a knoll at the moment, but she is going to attempt to stealth, just to see if she isn't noticed by anything. So, uh, yeah. with 20 on her stealth roll, she's going to kind of stealth to the corner of this tent that she's near, to get a good look on what's going on in the middle, and she finally gets a view of Rogar and Karnak going uh, sword to sword in the center, and a bit of an angle on Sophia as well. Woohoo! Okay. The Eater's turn. It is going to dash up behind the Frost Giant. And if it does anything, you don't notice. The Kenoth, our uh, good friend Kusator, is going to continue his attempts to head to the Rift to perhaps stop a full scale invasion. He is almost there now. And top of the round, Karnak, old buddy. You know what I'd like right now? I'd like a natural 20. <laughs> can, you, can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's, it's coming. Natural 20. Yeah. Oh, 15. <laughs> oh. My rolls have been atrocious. Like, they so have. bad. Oh, first swing, complete miss. You managed to almost trick Karnak as you reach down quickly to pick up Eclipse and his blade just cuts straight across where your head was just a moment ago. And he misses. Second one, though. Will he swing wide or will he hit? 24. Meets it. Yeah. Like the shield, so. Yep. So 17 points of regular damage and 15 necrotic. So half on the regular and a quarter of the necrotic. 
so we're talking 11 or, or talking 12 out. Yeah, with four points of necrotic. Yeah, yeah, 12. Yeah. And uh, do me a con save. Con save. Uh, 25. 25, yeah. You're uh, still stealing yourself well against whatever it is, he is he's trying the, to he, do to you. He is the constitution man. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> The Constitution okay. Man, he came so far away. <laughs> what can he play? <laughs> the banjo. <laughs> it, it, yeah. <laughs> Pull it out. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Hilarious. I will beat you with the sound of music. <laughs> the power of song. <laughs> oh, if only you were Kurt, you could... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ooh. Question. Meld into stone. Mm-hmm. Third level. I can't do it, can I? No. No, you I could, cannot. You could try, but... Yeah. But but no. Probably not. That's yeah. it. That's, that um, was clerics. A... Well, wait a minute. You're, I mean, you're a cleric, so what level of cleric spells can you cast? Level Second. two. Only level two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only level two. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> You've only been a cleric for like what three levels? That's uh, fair. Yeah. I'm forgetting you're mostly a fighter. Yeah, I'm really getting very balanced at the moment. I'm just trying to find my way. Well, it's 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 one of those things where, where we've obviously we've slowed down a little bit on the leveling up because. You know, the, the higher you go, the, the slower yeah. you level up, and so yeah. So you, you've only been a cleric for yeah three levels, but that's that's been quite a long time. I mean, that's been basically since the level up after Ansia saved you. So yeah, how, how long ago is that? Like oh my god, I don't two years, <laughs> <laughs> a year. Mm. You're going with those uh, fighter levels instead. <laughs> oh dear, right. Right, it's the frost giant's turn right now, and what he's going to do. He starts lumbering a little bit closer, and then you watch as he sort of stops, as if he's listening to something. You see he sort of turns his head around a little bit, just as he was mid-yell, something else drunken and giant. And then, Sophia, it is your turn. Hmm. Can I... not see? See? Well, uh, I'll put it this way. Yeah, can I see if I can hear something? Hear whatever he's hearing, or is it, am I too far away? I think the din's probably going to be too much. Yeah, I mean, if it's if he's hearing something spoken, you probably would not be able to hear it from where you are with the clash of weapons in front of you and uh, a bunch of gnolls and orcs kind of cheering and panting and like getting caught up in the bloodlust as well. Some of uh, yeah, It's a lot of noise in your area right now. Mm, what to do, what to do. I don't want to talk to this asshole anymore. He's pissed me off. I'm going to kill <laughs> you anyway, dickhead. I was the one who came up with the idea of Stopping the portal, knob jockey. I mean, you got uh, you got some um, you got some orcs nearby. You could have you could strike up a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's your money on? <laughs> Did you say there was a skinny knoll near me? Yes, let's see in a mirror. Oh, that was that's her. Forgot about yes. her. Okay, um, yeah, I don't want to talk to her either. Yeah, she really, really doesn't like you. Yeah, she yeah. Fair enough, to be fair. She, she is the only like person it. who has something that could stop this guy. Yeah, but the way spell scrolls, like, scrolls are going at the moment. That's a fair, fair, very fair point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not 
sure if I even want to try and move away from this guy. No. No, I don't think I'm going to do anything, Cookson. Okay. Fair enough. Tommy, you're up. Okay. I'm just going to move a little bit further around so I can see a bit more of this. And I'm going to bonus action stealth. Oh, no, I'm still in stealth, technically. I haven't really done anything except move a couple of steps. So I'm assuming you'll let me stay in, stay in stealth. Mm, at that distance, yeah. You're moving a few steps closer. That's fine. Okay. Um, but now I should be able to see a bit more, so I'm going to make a um, perception to see what I can see properly. Mm -hmm. A 20. Uh, 20. So from there, you get a very good look at Rogar and this heavily armored, devilish-looking creature clashing swords at the moment, and you're seeing that, I say with a 20, you can tell that Rogar is definitely getting the worst of it, and the other creature barely looks to have been bothered, if at all. You can also see the collection of the Orc and Knoll leadership stood on this sort of west side of this uh, circle of Knolls and Orcs that have come out, and I would say that you could just about catch Sophia stood next to that large green Yugoloth as well. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to kind of um, get the rifle up to look through this. Well, I'm going to say I've been looking through the scope anyway for this. So I'm going to get a sight on the fight going on with Rogar and this creature. And I'm guessing, well, I'm putting two and two together. This is the fight that Rogar set up for while we were here. Mm -hmm. I have no idea about that because he's not let me know what what that's to do with. I obviously don't know. and I can't really tell this. I guess I can't tell it sounds seer from here. No, he put his helmet back on yeah, for the so, start of the fight. No, I, I don't know. It sounds here. So this is the fight that Rogar set up. I'm, I'm assuming this is what he wants. I don't know. It also looks like Sophia's not interfering, so I'm guessing it's a private duel. So I'm going to go over and look at Sophia, because she's obviously... The last time I saw her, she was in full knoll form, albeit covered in um, blood and gore from her fall into the river. So I'm going to kind of look at her. Does she seem... Can I tell if she's bothered can i tell if she's she seems like she's under duress ah so that's up to you sophia how do you look in this situation well no i think you've seen me not be in null form yes and i have actually i have yeah. I, I spotted you at the bridge didn't i yeah and this, this creature had its hand on you so yeah now I can, you're still next to it and yeah. i'm surveying everywhere to see if there's you or something kind of wondering about the frost giant i don't look comfortable let's just say that i okay so i've got an inkling that you're a prisoner yeah hmm. okay so i'm gonna study this big green creature because it seems like everything else pretty much is ignoring you and it's the only thing that's kind of right next to you looking like it's guarding you i have no idea what it is or i haven't even heard it talk because i ran away before that happened so to me, it kind of looks... I'm guessing it looks like a bit of a bodyguard, like a big big lumbering oaf creature that's probably been tasked with guarding Sophia. Gives that impression a bit, yeah. Yeah. So right now, I'm just going to draw a bead on it, but I've done my done my action. So at this point, um, uh, there's not, I don't really have any bonus actions that are particularly useful. What could I do? Oh, I could... Yeah, from where I am, kind of hidden away, I think I will use my what's it, my bonus action to get a to get a second wind. I think mm -hmm. I took quite a bit, a bit of damage uh, fighting. <laughs> yeah, fighting that um that orc chieftain. So yeah, I'll do a um do a second wind, and I'm 
a level 8 fighter, so 8 plus d10. 8. 16 hit points back. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. So, cool. So I've, I've healed a bit of hit points up and I'm drawing a bead on this big green, what looks, what, a, what appears to be an, an oaf. <laughs> How wrong Tommy might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Rugar, it is your turn face to face with the Hell Knight. What are you doing? Well, uh, I'm going to take a swing at him with Eclipse, finally. Uh, <laughs> I've only been waiting since the beginning of the fight to do this. <laughs> and 15. 15. Swing and a miss. I mean, he doesn't like hitting its old master, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah, and I'll take another swing. So I get two. Oh, and that's even worse. I have to say, out of all, we, we have all been rolling colossally shit this entire yeah, game. We really have. <laughs> it's like, just it's, been terrible. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think, I think the only, the only rolls that have, like, been any good whatsoever has been um, uh, Rogar's con saves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, so, I mean, you try fire off two quick attacks with Eclipse, sort of confident now that you've got Karnak one-on-one, you can at least put up a fight, but this this warrior, this Hell Knight is far more skilled than you realize, and he easily just bats your two attacks away from him. And Solara, I'm going to say right now, she is just watching the fight, and you can see her like playing with a bit of fire between her fingers, just getting ready for a good moment. The Eater is going to walk up to the Frost Giant, and seems to be engaging it in some sort of conversation, but uh, no one can hear anything coming from there. The Kainaloth, our good friend Kusator, is going to head towards the rift, and he is now... He's not... Like, Tommy, you can see this still from where you are, if you kind of duck your head back around. And Sophia can see this a little bit from her angle. He's not getting too close to the rift, and you get the impression from how it felt being near this creature. He doesn't necessarily need to stand right on top of it for his effect to take hold. You notice the rift is still active, but perhaps it's blocking anything else from coming through. Where, where is where is the rift? I can't actually see it on the. It's off the map. It's off the map. Okay, so yeah. he's, he's off the map. But is yeah. He... yeah. Okay. So that's is where he has gone. So hopefully, fingers crossed, there are no more devilish reinforcements coming from that route. All right, come on, next turn. Let's see if I can finally roll some good rolls. Let's go. Great sword against Rogar. Twenty-two. Shield. <laughs> Gonna spam one move over and over again and hope for the best. <laughs> He's literally just holding block on the controller. <laughs> <laughs> Second attack, twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, oh. I can't block that. You, um, as the first swing comes down towards you, you quickly cast shield, and almost as if he was expecting it, he just doubles his strength behind the blow, putting both hands on the hilt, and just smashes straight through your shield dealing 15 points of slashing, 17 points of necrotic, with your usual reductions. And, uh, con save yet again. 19. 19. Yeah, you're still fine. Still uh, doing alright there. Yay. Con con save keeping you in the fight. Con save keeping me in the fight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Health depleting at temper round, so... (laughs) Roughly. It could could, could be worse. I mean, if I was in that fight, I'd be losing, like, 30... No, wait, wait. Yeah. Uh, they like, yeah, yeah, between mm. thirty and forty hit points around. Yeah, <laughs> if not also, more. Also, bear in mind your potion only lasts one minute, which is ten rounds. 
Yeah, yeah, that's 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 that that's fine. That's about how long it'll take him to kill me at this rate. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. But credit, credit where credit's due. You've survived a lot longer than I thought. Mhm. Mm <laughs> that's that's largely because Karnak. I don't know if he's just playing with you or he just can't roll above like a twelve. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the frost giant. The frost giant does not seem to do anything this round. It is engaging in some sort of conversation with the eater right now. Come when you're big, pissed creature. Mm. Are there any wolves coming? Not right now. <sighs> Nothing. Yeah, Nothing's going to save me. Um, nothing. Okay, so you do nothing. Sure. Could I put my hand on the hilt of my sword? Nonchalantly. Sure. You can certainly rest it there. Thank you. Okay. Tommy, you are up. What are you doing? Tommy's thinking. And uh, Tommy's going to think aloud. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's thinking, you know, from his perspective, Rogar's obviously engaged in some kind of duel, which he can only believe that Rogar at least had some hand in setting up. So he's not... And Sophia doesn't seem like she's, in, she's interfering, but that looks like she's probably a prisoner. The Orcs and Knolls, who... Were, the Orcs were coming over here out for blood. Um, evidently, that kind of... That has cooled for now, as they're all watching this great big fight. It doesn't seem like anybody's been disarmed... So everyone's just gathered around watching a scrap, basically. But Sophia's clearly under duress, and she's clearly got this great big thing watching her. I'm not sure if I could get Rogar out. I'm not even sure if he wants to. From, I, 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 I found out that I know even less about him than I thought I did, or about what he's up to. But I do kind of want to see if I can help Sophia out. Now, with the distraction of everyone watching this fight, if I had a crack at this big green guard, as I assume he is, I might just distract him for long enough that Sophia could maybe make a run for it. And, you know, you never know, with with that much of a distraction of a big gunshot, a big creature taking a round, everyone's going to be looking around wondering what the hell's going on. Perhaps even Rogar can get the upper hand in the fight, or at least if, he's, if he is there against his will, he can maybe do a runner as well I don't know it might be an opening for everybody then again at the moment I'm pretty safe but you know <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not all that safe I'm still in a hostile camp yeah I've got Solara kind of wait pretty much waiting for a signal to cause some chaos over here and yeah I think I'm going to take a shot <laughs> I think I'm going to take a shot okay <laughs> I mean what else is there to do really the only other thing is just run away dude I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I probably am going to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot and then run away. Uh, okay, so I'm going to spend a grip point on my rifle to give me advantage on the shot. I'm going to line up my sight, check for windage. Not too far, not far enough away that I need to really equate for any kind of drop. Point it, square it up right on this creature which seems to be watching the fight intently and that's a 28 28 hits and 25 piercing damage and then I'm going to bonus action stealth <laughs> I mean you can attempt to I'm going to attempt to uh, with a natural 20 
35. Mm. And then I'm going to move. I'm going to move. No, actually, yeah. I mean, I've pretty much done all I can do to help Sophia now. If she can escape now, that's great. But I'm not going to try and take on everything else that's over there. So um, stealthing, I'm going to move. Try and get... I mean, where are we in the camp? Where do I want to be getting to? You're on the north side near the Great Bonfire. Look at the map. I just want to see what direction I want to be moving in, really. Okay, so I'm going to try and go north and try and make my way around the top of the camp. So I'm going to move to, yeah, in stealth. Okay. Okay, that is my turn. And I'm hoping that big gunshot is enough of a signal for Solara, if she's going to do anything. Okay. So you, you line up your rifle and you take your shot at Menderax. It's a good shot, and the bullet strikes true. He takes a bit of damage, maybe not quite as much as you'd expect from a shot so on target, but you realize that the explosion your gun sets off clearly gets the attention of every creature here. As you attempt to reposition and hide yourself behind a tent, a few things are going to have to happen all at once here. Oh, crap. Karnak jumps backwards slightly, just as a, a small lull in the fighting. And you all in the vicinity hear his voice in your head. It seems we have an interloper. And yet it did not attack any of my people, which leads me to assume may not be on any one of our sides. I find that quite interesting. Every group here present. And he points his sword in the direction of where that explosion came from. I suggest you all send a representative to kill whoever fired that shot. Will I finish off Rogar here? And Tommy, you hear a lot of commotion as things start to move. I was kind of hoping that Sophia was going to get a chance to react. She isn't holding an action or doing anything, so it's not her turn. That's the thing. You've shot on your turn. She can do something when it gets around to her. She can free action talk if you want to yell something. Run. Who are you yelling run to? Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping I'd stir a little bit more confusion up than that, but never mind. Oh, you've confused them. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You shot at the hornet's nest here. <laughs> yeah. Hoping they start stabbing each other. But we'll see. Mm. And I think with that gunshot ringing in our ears and those orders given, I think that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I survived that episode. You did. Bloody <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> you're all very welcome <laughs> yeah you've just you've just you've literally just like you know sent 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 everyone down like to a tbk you have confirmed this <laughs> well the, the 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 other the other option i had apart from a tbk was to run away i yeah. couldn't true uh i don't know Maybe there was something else I could have done to alert Sophia, but I would, I was, well, I mean, I don't know. It's entirely up to you. It is, it, there isn't really much else you could have done to alert Sophia. 
Uh, I mean, I'm basically I'm I'm trying to give her an op- opportunity without things more pissed off at me than at her. Mm-hmm. At which point she can try and get away, and then I, I may or may not get away myself. But um, nobody's then a prisoner. Yeah, ideally. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're what you're kind of hoping for. And I mean, Sophia and Rogar know now know that you're nearby, which may be an advantage as well. I mean, so. to be fair, we didn't know where you were. You could have been dead for all we knew. True. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've had a thought of what I should have done, but never mind. Uh, it's another day. It is. Well, we'll have a uh, a week to consider our actions and what happens next. And uh, yeah, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. Or talk to us on Twitter. We're there at at Trees and Noah. My players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group. And I will hand it over to my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. So, as we've uh, become accustomed, I'm going to take us somewhere else in this world of ours. And we're going to see our man who's just stepped in, saved from being attacked but he quickly returns to the shadows not seeking any favors not seeking any gratitude did he always act this way i've been james muckle and if you want to hear more from me i'm afraid as usual you can't um but next up on tommy's big book of weapons uh we are down to the letter x uh which can only mean we're going to pick up something greek and it's the ziphos uh which is a double-edged one-handed um straight sword used by the greeks um generally as a kind of backup to um to either like a javelin or as a backup to um your uh spear um you know pretty, pretty decent oh I'm not doing this as Tommy. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, so the uh, Zephos, which is a uh, yeah, it's a it's a double-edged uh, ancient Greek short sword, sort of a backup to your javelin uh, or your spear. Yeah, it's not a bad weapon. You know, something you can uh, something you can hack away with. Double-edged, so it's pretty good for stabbing. It's a fairly short-bladed sword. It's, I mean, I've got no problems with it to be honest. It's I like a short sword. I use a short sword quite a bit, and this is a perfectly decent, serviceable short sword. You know, it's, it's the only downside really of it is, uh, yeah, it's made of iron, which is uh, not exactly great these days. You really want a steel weapon, you know, an iron weapon. Yeah, they're, they're all right, but they uh, tend to bend quite quickly or um, take damage, break. You need a bit of um, a bit of impurities in there to make it a decent steel, which you can do some fair damage with. So, yeah, based on the the whole like made of iron thing, I think I can only really give it. Um, yeah, let's go for free, but it's got to be new. Three daggers up. Really? What? Too generous today. It's God, a, I, last week you were misery. This week you. No, I'm not God. dropping it. I, I use short swords. This is a cool looking short sword. <laughs> it's just, and it's. I'm it'll, just it'll, critiquing your critique. I'll tell you what, I'll stab you with a Zyphos and you can tell me how shit it is. And <laughs> um, I have a joke this week. Bloody um, hell. I do, I do. I have been provided a huge number of jokes 
by uh, one of our Patreon subscribers um, who goes by the handle of Skeletor. Kind of hope it is the real Skeletor. Uh, the joke this week is, um, have you heard of the Aracocra Bard who only performs in song parodies? Anybody? No. No? His name is Weird Owl. Oh. <laughs> that, is, that is bad. That is bad. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> Thank you for sending something in anyway. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> As I said, it is X for Svarts, which are a race of blue small humanoid. Svarts are relatively small, standing at around three feet, are cowardly and easily intimidated and of average intelligence. They're generally hateful creatures. Their short, miserable lives lead them to despise most creatures and take, it, take out that angst on anyone or anything they can. Bit like me. Hmm. No, of course, nothing like you. Shit, I was too slow on that one. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay, the, the gap will seem less in editing. Cool. <laughs> you, just, you say that and then you're going to edit it and there's going to be like a 20 second gap <laughs> <laughs> is the episode over they've just stopped talking what's happening <laughs> uh, well thank you for joining us everyone that was gunpowder trees and no plot and we'll see you next week goodbye bye bye see ya Unnecessary Evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.